0: These days, if you have an inclination to do something, it instantly becomes a human right.
1: I was on a, I was on an airplane and there was internet, high-speed internet on the airplane. That's yes. the newest thing that I know exists. And I'm sitting on the plane and they go, open up your laptop, you can go on the internet. And it's fast and I'm watching YouTube clips. It's I'm in an airplane. And then it breaks down. And they apologize, the internet's not working. The guy next to me goes, this is bullshit. Like how quickly the world owes him something he knew existed only 10 seconds ago.
0: Convention and tradition would hold that truth is absolute and that our desires and behaviors are malleable, which is to say that when in conflict, it's our desires and behaviors that must conform to reality. Now, of course, it's the primary impetus of rebellion to undermine convention. It's not controversial to say that each generation puts in place their own set of rules, and usually this process starts with a sort of snowballing skepticism. The nice thing about skepticism is that it's a perpetually advantageous position because you don't have to be in the majority to consider yourself right. In fact, in order to be a skeptic, you have to be in the minority. In this sense, some skepticism is healthy. What's not healthy is when skepticism is elevated as a social role that is aspired to. Because no matter how much we want to, most people can't be in the minority. So really, when the disposition of the majority is skepticism, it really just means unchecked subversion at large. In recent generations, the rebellions have been less and less about our rules now, and more about no rules at all. But attempting an anarchistic anything-goes mentality isn't just inadvisable, but it flies in the face of one simple fact. Relativity can only exist in the context of absolute objects. If I say that another car is moving faster relative to my car, the absolute objects in that equation are my car and the other car. In the same way, every relative statement presupposes some form of absolute reality. Because of this, saying no rules really just means we aren't aware of the rules we're setting. So the question in modern times is, what is considered absolute? Well, it's certainly not the truth, convention, or tradition that's absolute. It's human desire and whim that is our now unmovable object. Now it's reality that must conform to our desires rather than our desires conforming to reality. This is why we live in the snowflake generation where offense is the cardinal sin. If I want something, I shouldn't just have the freedom to go get it, other people owe it to me. To tell someone they shouldn't want something isn't just rude, it's morally wrong. As a result of all of this, we demonize the judgmental into non-existence from the impenetrable fortress of fluid preferences. Obviously, I'm making quite a few generalizations here, but we can't just ignore the fact that unlimited access to information has made us largely hardened skeptics and that uninhibited convenience has created an increasingly entitled mentality. There's a lot of ways that you could apply these concepts into a structured conversation. I'm open to any of them. I'd love to hear what you have to say. As always, I'll see you next Friday.